Hello, my friends. Welcome to another episode of Heart and Hustle, Visionary Healers, Movers, and Shakers. I am your hostess, hostess with the mostest, your magic maker, your movement motivator, your passion instigator, your wild woman, crazy, divine, feminine, dancing diva from around the world. <laughs> and I love bringing you the same. I love bringing you magic makers and entrepreneurs, healers of all kinds who are creating the life of their dreams and bringing goodness to the world and helping others live the life of their dreams and creating change in the world. And I just, I love doing this. You guys know I love doing this. I love networking. I love sharing people with you. I think it's just so awesome. So awesome. And so today I get to bring you Julia Harrell, uh, who is in Northern California, uh, up in Marin County. Um, and Julia, welcome. Thank you. Wonderful to be here. I know. And, and Julia was recommended to my show from another former show, show attender, attendee, attender, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> whatever you Yet another healer. <laughs> yes, another healer. And so great. And so um, I get to meet Julia just as much as you do right at the moment. Um, Julia is a clairvoyant and a spiritual development coach, which I love the idea of all that you are doing. And again, we just briefly touched on before I started recording, we briefly touched on the fact that she was, is, was, is still. Still. Yeah. Great. A drummer. Uh, having played in rock bands in the Bay Area, which of course I did too. I wasn't a drummer. I was a keyboardist, guitarist um, in the Bay Area in the early 80s with the big goth scene when I had big white hair that was like this. <laughs> I love it. I know. It's so great. It's so hilarious. Wearing white wedding dresses and stuff like that. Um, and I still Probably. play music. And so you do too, right? It's fun when you're in music and you, you're very creative and you could do that with your outfits and movement on stage and all of that. It's all kinds of levels of creativity. I love that listening in, you know, and as a drummer, when you see people dance, that's like, that's the highest compliment. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, live, live music and dancing. Yeah. Can't get enough of that for sure. <laughs> um, so anyway, you're still drumming. Yeah, I don't think there is such a thing as a former musician, is there? <laughs> well, I know some people who have given it up, but yeah. Yeah. No, I don't play as much as I used to these days. I play with uh, like a Caribbean band, which I love. I do some some social stuff, you know, if it's fun and validating. And uh, actually, the last gig I played was in a prison nearby. Nice. Uh, which which I do with uh, a group, Bread and Roses, which takes music out to hospitals. Oh, I've heard of Bread and Roses. Okay. Oh, they're fabulous, fabulous, fabulous. Was that a men's prison or a women's prison? There's a lot of things about it that that I can't say on oh, a live sure. okay. forum. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's beautiful. I'm um I'm actually playing a gig this coming weekend uh, for the homeless here in Palm Springs at a church and it's, it'll be Christmas. So by the time you guys are seeing this podcast, it'll be after Christmas, but I'm, I'm playing Christmas carols and stuff for, for the homeless while they eat and shop. And Oh, I I've done that with a friend of mine for years. I, I haven't the last few years, but 
we would play for a local place that they, they feed everybody and some people come in and there's gifts and stuff. And it's to me, the penultimate reason for the season, you know, people coming together and people offering us, I've got two of these. Do you want one? You know, it's, it's really the, the spirit of the season. In yeah. Full and I mean, I mean, music's so much, um, it's always been a big part of my life feeds me, feeds my heart and soul. Also, because I've been a dancer, it also feeds my body. But it brings so much to so many people. Yeah. You know, you just... Well, the thing for you and I, too, as as a healer at the core, you know, and you're you also strike me as very much a teacher, whatever you enjoy, you're probably going to want to teach it. Right. If I may be a little clairvoyant. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've been a teacher for a long time. <laughs> but I mean, with the healer part, it doesn't have to be opening an office, putting up a shingle and saying, I have to put my hands on people and give a healing every day. Music is healing. Cooking for people is healing. There's all kinds of way creating beautiful pieces of art for jewelry. It can be healing. There's just sharing, any, sharing, right? Any number of ways of use, like as a healer, you share whatever you enjoy doing. Yeah. So good. So good. Ah. Oh. Wish everyone could step into that place. <laughs> There's so, a lot of healers here don't that are that are I think I might have mentioned in the emails, like all healers on deck right now. Just seems like there's a lot of transformation going on for all of us and those more spiritually tuned in to the subtle layers. Uh, we're getting pushed more and more towards our purpose. Now, you probably see this in your clients as well. Oh, and yeah. then the stuff that comes up first is the kind of uh, purging so you can be at that level you know if there's any oh, I'm not enough oh I need to get a degree first oh my family doesn't do that oh I you know any any layer of that I see a lot of that coming up with clients right now and clearing that you know so they can really be more on their on their path right now right right and I think I think especially with women and you know I work with mostly mid-age women uh who are desiring some sort of change, but they're feeling selfish for asking for that, you know, for asking for more for themselves. They're afraid to ask for more. Um, they're not worthy to ask for more. I mean, there's all the, there's uh, so many different levels of excuses and uh, things that have been ingrained in us from whatever. Uh, and it's just, it's like, you just gotta ask for what you want and you deserve to have this. And it's not selfish. I mean, selfish is not a bad word. I guess we should look at it that way, right? Selfish is asking for what you need so that you can move forward and contribute and survive. And yes, to me, all of that and a hundred percent. Yeah. To me, a lot of that goes right back to are, are you on your path and the path being your purpose? What are your innate gifts to give and why would you hold those back yes, from people? Yes. And so as things come up that are limits to that, um, I, I need to take care of people instead of having something for myself. Well, that person's probably a natural healer. They love caretaking. Maybe there's a way to do it in, in balance there, but also letting go of any 
limiting beliefs that are out of date, out of time. Maybe they're picked up from ancestors. Oh, my grandmother did this. So my mom did this. So I guess I have to do this. I want to do that, but I guess I have to do this. <laughs> Anytime that's supposed to is in there. It's a program of some sort, which means it can be changed. It can yes. be transmuted. So tell me or tell us, all of us out here, um, a little bit about your your transition um, into how you got to where you're doing now. Sure. Yeah, I grew up in the South, very highly sensitive before that was a term. Today, people would say empathic and stuff. While I don't resonate that term for myself, it certainly applies. I pick up emotions, but I pick up all levels of frequencies around me. <laughs> but as a kid, I'm picking up all this energy around me, but I'm also being able to tell the truth from a lie. And I was really confused by what I was picking up when mm -hmm. someone would politely say something, but you know, they meant something 180. <laughs> so it was very confusing. I felt very out of place. I felt really sensitive to be around certain groups and like I don't fit in and I stayed outside a lot of my life just probably because I was picking up so much noise internal noise that I didn't really I didn't know what it was and I remember thinking at the time there's no one in my circles here to communicate on a level that I want to communicate now I have a whole community <laughs> of like-minded souls, which is beautiful. But I think overall, I felt out of place and I turned myself way down thinking, okay, if I'm picking up emotions around me and that's a problem and people are saying you need to toughen up. And basically I was hearing the message. I have this problem quote that needs to be overcome. And I'm looking at it going, I guess I'm broken. I didn't mm. know I was broken, but I, they're telling me I'm broken. I'm certainly picking up a lot of energy and this is a problem, you know, and that was a big part of growing up. There was no language for it today. I would well, probably get put on medicine, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> oh, no. but uh, at least we have terms and, and some things, but the turning point for me was I was, I was always into music and I have a master's in music education and I taught and I taught at college and I love music, still play, but um, I was trying to shut out some of the noise on the inside with, with loud rock and roll drums <laughs> and, and drinking too much beer, right? Uh -huh, like uh -huh. Just shut out all that and I can be myself. Like I felt like that was the place I could be myself. I've learned now that was not me at all. <laughs> that was shutting stuff out. Wow. And uh, the turning point was going, this is not me. I really want to be me. And I, I, and a feeling inside of there's more and I need to do something other. And, um, put away the beer. And I started meditating right away. I did a meditation practice for about six, seven years first of meditation as a service to humanity. So it wasn't group focus. It's just you're in your home meditating out, connecting with another group of um, light workers, you could say, spiritually and doing this, this broader work. And I thought, oh, that feels so good. That feels right. Mm -hmm. But I didn't know how to take care of myself at all. And there was complete negligence of anything from like the heart down, like that was mm -hmm. a problem or to be ignored. And I stumbled into the clairvoyant training when a friend of mine was dating a drummer friend. 
<laughs> she was psychic and she said, come in, have a reading. And I thought, oh, that'll be fun. I don't know what this is, but okay. I guess I probably thought in my head, you're going to meet this tall, dark and handsome straight, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you're going to have three children, <laughs> which, which uh, was not my game, but, um, I, I went and she started telling me things about myself and I, I was validated for the first time in my life mm. on a soul to soul level. Wow. And that was so missing in my life. I was taught to be, you know, a good girl and follow the rules and make good grades and go to college, even if you don't want to do that and, you know, <laughs> do all these things that we're taught to do. And I got validated soul to soul. And uh, then I started taking classes and that was in the nineties and I've taken classes and I'm still taking classes today. My teacher is recently deceased a few weeks ago, but um, a master teacher, I used to joke, he's my very favorite descended master. <laughs> well, now he's ascended. Um, but uh, I, I just learned so much there mm. and it, yeah, it's been amazing whole process. Fantastic. Wow. I, I mean, I just love when us as creatives, as healers, that our path is never done. And there's just so much to continue and there's so much to learn. And it's just so inspiring. And there's so much curiosity. I mean, I love that word to be curious, right? Uh, that we always continue to grow and expand, but then we have so much we can offer. Like I'll never be done. Yes. Right. You know, it was a surprise to me was the whole clairvoyant thing because I knew I was spiritual and intuitive, but I would have never said I'm clairvoyant. I took the beginning classes there and, and I thought, oh, this is so fun. It's easy. It mm. puts, it connects the dots for me of things I've been thinking about and reading different books before then. And then the next class up was clairvoyant class. And I'm like, well, I'm not clairvoyant. Why would I take that? <laughs> There's a step-by-step -step process to opening all of that. And for me, it's not really opening it. It's already there. It's cleaning up the mud on the windshield. You know, if you're a strong leader, for example, you may have people say, don't look at that kid. Wham. <laughs> you're not supposed to know about that. You know, when you're a kid, wham, there was a mud on the windshield, mm -hmm. that kind of stuff can get in the way that's natural, but it can also be cleared. So for me, I started that training and there's a step-by-step -step method for opening my own abilities, turning down the ones I don't want, which is feeling somebody else's emotions that doesn't move either of us forward. But I learned to turn down that part of me while opening the part that can help them to see and know truth. Wow, that's awesome. And and don't you think we actually all have that skill, but we've shut it all down completely? I think we do have it all. It's all built in like a heart and lungs. It's standard operating equipment comes with the... Uh, <laughs> standard you know, operating equipment. It comes with the package. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, don't you think, Paulette, this is where people probably are coming to you right now, too, of wanting to be more purpose-driven? Yes. And that there's there's another level, another layer to my life, you know. That that, yes, that they to. know there's something else. They yes. know that they're, they, and they don't know how to get there. They don't know how to find it, or maybe they have the inspiration in them, but they don't know what to do next. Yes. 
And I've been actually working on that day by day these these last couple of days because I'm working on a new project. So I'm writing all about this exact thing. Perfect. Perfect yeah. timing. Yeah. So good. Okay. So what? Now, I always love to dive into self-care. And uh, what do you do for yourself? You know, daily, weekly, monthly, Lots of chocolate. Oh, wait. That was... <laughs> did I say that in my did. outside? Did I say that in my outside voice? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did. Actually, self-care for healers is totally my wheelhouse. That's what I love helping people most with, other healers, helpers, whether they know that's what they are or not, um, helping them to stay tuned up so they can keep doing what they're doing. I had a healthcare professional come in recently and she said, I walk in the room, I know what's happening with the patient, but I can also feel it. And if they're in pain and you're feeling pain, that's not sustainable. Wow. You know, she's very good at that work, wants to keep doing, but feeling limited just by being aware. And so uh, there's there's ways of, I would say it, it, the first couple things that can help people is being grounded. There's everybody talking about grounded. There's grounding for different purposes. If you're doing Qigong, the grounding may be bringing energy in or, you know, out. People do different things for clairvoyant work. It's having a big grounding cord, like a tube or a tree trunk or something under, under us that's releasing energy that's not ours. If we're a tuned in uh, spiritual seeker and we're maybe accidentally picking up energy around us, like that person's worried. I can tell you that person's worried. I haven't met them yet. They're standing 12 feet away from me, but I know that person's worried it's vibrating like a string mm. is the mechanics of it. And, and now it's vibrating in my space. Now I have worry energy vibrating here. Our natural thought is I'm worried, but I'm actually matching the worry energy in the room. So then if we try to solve the worry, it's not ours to solve. Mm -hmm. So one, I mean, there's a ton of, but then what do you do? There's a ton of technique here, uh, but I would say the first thing to start, and it's practice, isn't it? It's like everything. You can't just plug in a gadget or take a pill and go, okay, I'm spiritual. I'm yeah. Check that <laughs> off the list. And now I'm going to go, yeah. now I'm going to go uh, climb a mountain or something on my list. <laughs> I'm going to go um, climb a mountain. Yeah. Okay. Like a grounding cord to start with, can you you can just see the energy flow down. Uh, I used this recently. I was at the memorial for my teacher, and I'm like, oh, oh I'm gonna really use my tools, and I got a box Kleenex. <laughs> right. Um, and I would just see like a big grounding cord in the middle of the room. So we we do some geometry with it too, but I'll start with a grounding cord in the middle of the room, and I'm just watching everybody's grief energy go down there. It's mm -hmm. great have your own grief. That's wonderful, but I don't need to feel 200 people's grief. Right. Um, so giving a space for that energy to go and you just see it flowing down. It was also interesting too, because it was going around the room, like a wave at a football game, you know, where mm. people do their arms up. It was kind right. of like there would, be, <laughs> there would be waves going by I'm like, oh, wow, I've never seen that. That's new. Um, but having a container, a space for that energy to flow and then having a separate grounding cord underneath me for my own energy. Mm -hmm. and old energy things I'm finished with or a client I was working with earlier um, it, 
I can wake up in the morning and I'll see somebody's face right there. Oh, that's my 10 (laughs) o'clock. Okay. (laughs) And, uh, you know, there's tools for, for, okay. Of course they're curious. They're excited. I'll just move them outside of my aura. Um, So the ground and cord for me can give a place too for clearing out those energies, people that are attracted, even somebody that's been watching my um, social media posts or something. I do a series pro tips for spiritual seekers and then their attention comes over, you know, so I get waves of that kind of awareness of people um, also. So grounding cord is a great place for that. So let me, let me just stop for a minute. So um, I, of course, know exactly what you're talking about, but for some of you out there uh, who are tuning into this may not really understand what a grounding cord is. So can you give a little brief synopsis of that? Yes. Yes. Thank you. A grounding cord is an energetic, you could say like connection point from my personal space. I have it go all the way down to the center of the earth. Think of the center of the earth as a recycling station. So energy that's not mine has a, a, a passageway to, to move out of my space and down into that center of the earth where it gets recycled, uh, transmuted. A visualization that's common is for some people, they feel very comfortable with the um, visualization of being on a tree trunk, Mm. for example, and the roots go all the way down, like past the, we're on the mantle and that the crust, the mantle, the core to the very, very center. And, um, uh, some people like myself, I kind of like a tube of light to just whoop, energy just releases right there. It's gone. It's not coming back. Um, you could think of it like a lightning rod on a building that's it's redirecting energy, right? So the grounding cord can just whoop, effortlessly redirect that energy. Or you could think of it like a big trash chute, you know, when you're in a high rise <laughs> Um, hotel or something and the uh-huh, trash uh-huh. you open the little gate and it goes down a chute it's not coming back up it's just whoosh, releasing energy because then the earth can recycle it correct so if this if i see a student's energy here in my space which is fine it's not a problem that like i said they're curious i can release that down their energy goes back to them that's a healing my energy comes back to me yeah. Okay, good. I hope that makes sense, everybody. So, um, you know, and I always, I tend to visualize that grounding cord from my own body out through, you know, uh, my lower chakra, uh, or my feet down into the earth too. I mean, there's a lot of ways to visualize that, right? Um, yeah, we use different techniques with that. Like I said that, you know, a Qigong master may do things for a different purpose, you know, each may have a different purpose. So this comes from clairvoyant training, clear seeing, clairvoyant, or psychic, you could say, of the soul. Everybody's mm. got a soul. We're here breathing. <laughs> it's not out in space. It's that's who's driving the body personality. And that's a big thing about this training, too. It's really putting that higher self more in the driver's seat versus being the body personality and aspiring to something be that higher self in the body, like putting a glove on, you know, Mm -hmm. being the higher self, really owning the body. That's another critical part of it. But for psychic training of the soul, yeah, it's putting that higher self more 
more and more in charge. Oh, I love that. I love that. I had a I had a client the other day said, I don't have a higher self. It's like, okay. We have to we have to work around that. We have to work with that. But there's a lot of channels out here in YouTube land on near death experiences, right? A common story is a person says, I am on a gurney, I'm being drawn into surgery. I, they're identifying I as the body on the gurney. Next thing they know, I am on the ceiling looking down yeah. at the body. They're two distinct separate spaces. The eye is total awareness on the ceiling, but they're looking at the body and they're going, the body is not me. I'm on the ceiling. So this is the, and, and with the eye on the ceiling removed from the body, the body may not be breathing right then, right? So you definitely have a, a spirit and soul. It's the very life breath. Mm -hmm. So um, to, to, to this style of training, then it's being more that me on the ceiling that's actively driving the body personality on a day-to-day -day basis. Definitely a practice. Definitely. Mm -hmm. So, okay. So what's next for Julia? Whew, I started writing a book. Oh, yay. <laughs> And, and what's it about? <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah, that. I, let, let, I have a little, uh, I have to read this. So working title as of today, sensitivity is a strength, your path to spiritual awakening. The core message of the book is that having sensitivities to others is not a liability or a sentence to a lonely life spent in avoidance or holding back. It's a new door opening to your purpose and a guiding light to a powerful, thriving life. Mm, oh. So I'm working on that. January brings in lots of classes, new classes for the new year. Um, I have my advanced class is, goes in segments and the next advanced class starts in uh, second week of January. And they're really working on healing. It's called practical healing, bringing your spiritual tools to life. So they take the prerequisites. Uh, you were talking about running energy and grounding. We, we have um, a way of grounding and then we bring in earth and cosmic energy in a way to um, optimize your abilities to see and know truth. That's really what it's about. It's not telling somebody's fortune um, or, or future forecasting. It's to see and know truth. If you want to know, should I date that person? Should I take this job? What do I do with my life? Uh, why is my uh, child um, having communication? You get those answers, you know, directly from source here. But and, the advanced class... Are these classes, are they online? Are they in person or both? Zoom, or? zoom, 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 zoom. I'm telling you, right? <laughs> what did it's, we do before? Zoom? I love being in person and, you know, I've got, I've got a mock-up going for more retreats and working with retreats. I, I love doing that every time I've had a chance to do that, but it really offers people in multiple time zones to, to get together and see like-minded souls Yes, And you got your eyes closed in meditation. I read people across the globe on Zoom every day, mm. you know, readings and healings. It's the same as being in body. If, if I were in body, I could maybe do a little hands-on if they want, but it's really spirit to spirit communication. So it works just fine for this training. Okay. So, so back to the question I asked you earlier, what do you do for yourself? Like when you do that kind of work, I know how, if you're not grounded, 
you know, how it can really drain you to work with other people's energy like that. So how do you, um, how do you stay present? How do you stay alive? Yeah. So I gave the first part of that grounding. I'd mm -hmm. say another part of that is where my awareness sits. So like when I've finished giving readings and healings and teaching, I am invigorated. I, mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. awesome. Uh, but your awareness, if the awareness, like that higher self on the ceiling in the earlier example, if that awareness is in front of me, I'm going to feel maybe my students' problems or questions or things like that. Then, I, then I'm going to start going downhill. If I bring my awareness back, this is owning that higher self being more in the driver's seat of being kind of between the ears up and back a little bit. There's a real sweet spot for owning your space, owning your answers, and then grounding out other people's energies. Other tools we learn are you can adjust certain chakras so you're not, for example, picking up too much on a feeling nature. Because for example, if I walk in a room, maybe with a, a man who's, you know, I can start to sense that man 20 feet away is angry. How do I know that? Because I'm I'm starting to feel angry, and again, that's like a string vibrating, and a near a string nearby would resonate with it. So it's not a personality problem. It's it's a spirit. It's on the consciousness level. Mm -hmm. It registers in the emotions because of it's in the second chakra below the navel is where that ability is located. And so we learn to really have command and control over that space yeah. mm -hmm. through exercises and it takes time you know it's it you want to learn an instrument you got to practice you can't right. just take one weekend workshop and say now I'm a piano player <laughs> right yeah well and I know I mean talking with lots of empaths who pick up so much of that and they don't know how to work with it and then you know they they can't even go out they can't leave their house yes they get inundated with everybody else's energy and I mean there was a time when I I, I was a massage therapist for a long time and, and, yeah. uh, I sentient. I would pick up things by touching people and, uh, just exactly. like, how do, you, how do you work with that? You know, that's often the first ability that we're aware of to really wake up. And this is the bigger curve of the spiral to zoom out is more of where humanity is going right now, a mm -hmm. time of really waking up to who we authentically are, what's your purpose, and to some uh, waking up some of our abilities, not to read people's fortunes, but to get our own answers and maybe working mm -hmm. with other people, staying... Um, one of my favorite things, like I said, is to help other healers to, to keep their energy clear yeah. and um, like... For people in my, I, I'm part of a, a bigger group of clairvoyants and healers and so mm -hmm. forth. And we'll do what we call energy checks with each other just every couple months or something, because I work with a lot of people to uh, just, it's, it's very technical. So it's, it's not feeling in, but we're actually looking There's red energy here. It's a blue there. It's the, here's this here. Third layer has this, uh, the chakra on the backside has this yeah. cord yeah. here. It's just very mechanical, technical, so it keeps mm -hmm. the um, kind of um, uh, personality um, things out of it. Just, just like a physical therapist would help somebody stay tuned up, move that muscle this way, mm -hmm. and then uh, rotate it back there. And uh, it's stay very much like up. stay tuned up. <laughs> I love yeah, it. because we really need all healers on deck right now, don't you think? 
Oh, yes, absolutely. And I think everybody needs to step into that, that space for themselves as well. You know, yes. and, and, you know, shifting mindset and becoming more aware and stepping into gratitude and everybody's own empowerment, especially the women. Especially I love, I love that you said gra uh, gratitude, because if someone one were to say, I feel really down and out, um, I, I think there's more to me, but I'm just so down and out. I don't know how to get out of this feeling mm -hmm. really in the dumps. Gratitude, like what you just said call a buddy and give five gratitude, five things on gratitude and watch your part of my coaching practice. Absolutely. Watch that energy shoot up. Yeah. Yeah. And I love, I personally love, um, when I work with my clients, we work with journaling and writing and, um, you know, changing, rewriting their stories, you know, words, words become thoughts, become words, become things is the thing mm -hmm. that I'm always saying. And people, it's amazing. It's so amazing when you start to listen to what you say. And you're like, whoa, did I just say that? It's like, yes, you did. <laughs> yes, you did. Let's change that. Yes. Anyway, I, I love that. I freaking love that as a writer and a poet. And, uh, yes. So good. Oh, Julia, so fun yeah. to talk with you. This is great. This is great. So um, any last words you want to share with our people? I'm often asked one pro tip because I'm, I, you know, I have this social media um, series called Pro Tips for Spiritual Seekers. And oh, I nice! Think one, okay. one of my favorites is about owning, owning your center of awareness. So that happens at the top of the head, the crown chakra. Mm -hmm. The function of that is to, well, it sets the energy for the whole rest of you. So if you can even just tap on your crown and own it, like at your own vibration or see it as your own color each day, own that for yourself, that that teacher may able be able to guide me, but they don't necessarily have my answers. You know, that minister may, may be able to minister to me, but they don't necessarily have my answers that I can really tune in care to get my own answers so careful not to give away our center of knowingness to the partner the um the boss um the um priest minister leader teacher whatever yes uh, you can be aware of them their their preferences their guidance but ultimately it's between us and spirit isn't it mm -hmm. so that that would that's my favorite pro tip is about really owning our center of awareness oh that's really good that's really good. But you can right, say, guys. know yourself. <laughs> awareness. Awareness. That's a big word. Yeah. <laughs> it's a really good word. Um, all right, my friends out in Heart Hustle Land, did you hear all that? <laughs> so uh, in, in our blog post, you'll get all of Julia's information and contact information, and you can check her out and join her classes, her Instagram I think I have all of this stuff that you sent me, Julia. And um, free class on the website, if anybody wants. Right. To. Oh, great. Free class on the website. Love Especially that. for sensitives. They can just start right away and shift your energy in a few minutes. Fantastic. Fantastic. Julia, thank you. I'm so glad we just like jumped into this. <laughs> Paulette, thank you so much for inviting me. It's just a delight. Oh, so good. So good. And I know we could like carry this conversation on for a long time, <laughs> but thank you for taking time out of your day to be with me and to share 
what you do and your passion and your heart and your spirit and, you know, ideas for healing with all of us. And for all of you out there in heart and hustle land, I'm always grateful to have you as part of my growing global community um, and just stepping into your power, into your divinity, into your healing, into your curiosity, into your expansion and growth, which is what we are all here to live and feel good and live life to the fullest and be the fullest that you can be. I'm so glad you're here. And until we meet again, many blessings. Thank you.